guys and welcome back to paranormal hotline the weekly paranormal podcast where we answer all of your spooky questions my name's kaylee and i'm joined by my co-ghost ushin hello every time i do that i gesture like you're sitting next to me even though we're doing it online have um, you figured out like the, the the sort of direction i am like you're to my left apparently okay fair enough <laughs> just like judas was the left of jesus <laughs> 30 silver is 30 silver jesus christ good to know <laughs> how are no, you doing this week ushin i'm i'm doing pretty good Pretty good. Has anything ever happened to you, Oshin, and you've thought, I'm cursed? I have to think about that one. Um, I don't think anything particularly, oh, I'm cursed. I don't think anyone has that sort of ill will on me. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think, like, horrible things have happened to me, but it's not. I've never ever been like, oh, I must be cursed. But has this ever happened to you, dear listener? Anything unfortunate ever happened to you, like spilling coffee on your laptop when your thesis is due, or breaking your leg the day before a skiing trip and wondering if maybe you were cursed? Well, what if I told you that it might not just be you who's cursed? It could be your entire family. Also, just a quick warning, guys. This episode talks a little bit about self-harm and suicide, so if that's not something that you're really comfortable with, uh, it might be worth giving this one a skip. Right, so moving on to curses. So this is what's going to be the topic of today's episode, because curses are really interesting, and there's just so many examples of curses, and I, I don't think we've ever actually covered it before. I think we briefly covered curses when we did the episode about Biddy early, because she cursed the County Clare... GAA team to never win the All-Ireland. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think that curse was like beat after more than 50... No, more than 50 years. I think it was like 100 years or something like that. The County Clare team actually won the All-Ireland after that. So I think that's the only time we've ever talked about curses before. There's an integral part of Irish folklore as well. Yeah, definitely. And not, not even like old folklore. Like, cursing is a thing. Like, Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I remember listening to Eddie Lenehan talk about a particular way to curse somebody was to get uh, rotten meat or just meat and bury it on their land. And that would curse them. That's unpleasant anyway, but... Yeah, if you're ever, like, cutting the grass and you see a hole in the ground and you, like, dig it up and you find rotten meat, somebody's tried to put a curse on you. <laughs> but family curses have been around for a long, long time. Perhaps the original curse family was the house of Agamemnon. Agamemnon led the Greek forces through Troy. Agamemnon. I de- bet you anything I'm mispronouncing this. I'm going to send it to you. Agamemnon. <laughs> I think it is Agamemnon. How do you pronounce that? Is that is, did you just know that already or did you just Yeah, yeah. Guess it's that? like, you know, it's just, it's like, it's like Zeus. <laughs> it's like Zeus, you mean. Zeus. Yeah, Agamemnon. Agamemnon. Yeah. Agamemnon led the Greek forces uh, against Troy in the famous Trojan War that became the theme of the Odyssey and was written down sometime between 600 and 800 BC. So this is probably one of the oldest records of a family curse. Agamemnon won the Trojan War, but that wasn't the end of his story. When he got home, his wife was waiting for him with her lover, Agaistus, who also happened to be Agamemnon's cousin. They welcomed the hero home, He'd been gone for 10 years, and they brought him to a dinner, a celebratory dinner. They slaughtered him and his men while they ate. So they kind of ate dinner, killed them all after they had won this massive war. So it was kind of like, um, he always felt like he'd been cheated out of a, a mm-hmm. nice death because he'd all of his like friends and stuff had died in this war and died for something. And then when he comes home after the war, his wife just kills him like a pig at the dinner table. Oh my God. And his family is reportedly like, 
cursed. So his family is like the first cursed family going forward. So that was in like 600 to 800 BC. So that's a long, long time ago. Skip forward a couple of years and we have another cursed family named the Romanovs. You know who the Romanovs are, Arashim? Uh, Romanovs, they were the uh, the Russian royal family, weren't they? Yeah, pretty much. They were the last imperial dynasty to rule Russia. And the every member and of the that. family... Yeah, yeah. Every member of the family, including the children and their wives and everybody, was gathered into the basement and executed by firing squad. Now, you might have heard about, like, Anastasia, who was supposed to have escaped because they never found her body. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a conspiracy for another day, but I'm fairly certain there's actually other factors around that. Um, I don't think Anastasia survived. I think some of the bones just got confused because they moved the bones a couple of times. But that's another story. Had a curse been put on them or were they just like a royal family during a revolution? Because like the French want to have a word. Well, that's the thing. What cursed the family really is the question. Some believe it is the curse of Marina Nynchek. A three-year-old boy was executed in 1614, just a year after Mikhail Romanov became the Tsar. The child was known as Ivan Vyornyok and he was the son of a false Dmitry II and his Polish wife Marina Nynchek. Why would the Romanovs murder a three-year-old child, you say? Uh, The boy was hanged because his mother... Marina was actually crowned as Tsarina in Moscow in 1606. So her son had at least vague rights to the throne and the Romanovs, supported by the assembly of the land, denied those claims and preferred to just, you know, kill a baby. He was three years old. No they had to kill him to, Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like, that's so sick, man. I don't understand Messed that shit. Up. So legend has it that upon hearing about her son's terrible death, Marina went livid and was bouncing her head against a wall of her cell and screaming curses. So she was just, she was imprisoned while they murdered her son. And her words were, the dynasty that started its reign with the hanging of an innocent child will end just as it began, with the cruel death of children. So they reckon she actually cursed um, the Romanov family. Now, it's kind of a common thing with curses that it's is often a mother, and often mm-hmm. it's when their child dies that they kind of curse somebody. Uh, another family that people think are cursed are the Lee family of Bruce Lee fame. So Bruce Lee apparently died after taking painkillers for a headache. Um, Do you ever hear that before? Uh, not Bruce Lee. Yeah, then Bruce Lee's son Brandon died in a prop gun accident while filming The Crow. Mm-hmm. And they were both very young when they died, which is terrible. Um, yeah. Bruce Lee was like such an inspiration to me growing up. I actually got to train with a sensei once, which that is pretty is cool. Very cool. <laughs> But without a doubt, the most notably cursed family to have existed is the Kennedys. I'm talking John F. Kennedy, you know, former president of the United States, JFK. Oh, sure. My granny has the picture of him up. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, next to the Pope. <laughs> next to the Pope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? No. Why? Every house in Ireland. You have the Pope. I don't think we had a picture of Kennedy. You have the Sacred Heart and you have JFK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was... Irish roots or something. Yeah, he was from Wexford. County, County Wexford. For this Kennedy Park, remember? Oh, yeah. Um, we love That's him as a result. Where... There are a number of strange deaths in the Kennedy family. So I'm going to go through them now in the order that they happen. But before we do that, if you're a fan of the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon. It really does help keep the podcast going and it'll help us keep improving the podcast. You can also support us for free by reviewing the podcast wherever you listen to it. That also really, really helps us out and we really, really appreciate it. So to begin with, Mary Kennedy died, well, she was institutionalized in 1941. I won't say she died, she died in 2005. But Rosemary was born with brain damage from a botched birth. And she remained fairly normal, but she would have these mood swings and was considered fairly wild. The Kennedy's father hated this and he hated Rosemary. When she began to be sexually promiscuous, her father checked her in for an experimental treatment, 
and lobotomy. And Rosemary remained institutionalized until her death in 2005. So when they lobotomized her, she became essentially brain dead. Well, yeah, I, I don't get that. Like, why, why is that regarded as a treatment? I have not a clue. It's kind of like the be-all and end-all. I really don't understand it at all. For 20 years, her siblings didn't know where she was even kept, and no one ever visited her. It was only the father who knew where she even was. And honestly, I could do a whole podcast on Rosemary, because it's just an insane story. And if anyone's listening and interested in it, definitely look it up, because it's just crazy. I think this they actually, one of the sisters created the Special Olympics because of Rosemary and stuff. So there, there's a really crazy story behind this whole thing. And unfortunately, that wasn't that uncommon back then, was to just put somebody in a home or an institute, just forget about them. No, They're really essentially dead-like. Next, we have the death of Joseph Kennedy Jr. So this is on August 12th, which was three days ago, actually, in 1944. Okay, so the elder brother of JFK. Uh, he was the son previously picked for the presidency by Joe Kennedy, uh, who was the father. He would meet his untimely death when his bomber aircraft exploded over East Suffolk during World War II as part of the Project Anvil. So he was supposed to, they were supposed to guide this plane, set its course, and then jump out with parachutes, but the plane actually exploded prematurely. So there was him and another man inside who didn't make it. If he had survived, they reckon that JFK that we know wouldn't have been president it would have been joseph kennedy so it would have been a different history altogether if this guy had survived but he died unfortunately way beforehand after this in 1948 this is four years later Mm. jfk's sister kathleen kennedy cavendish and the wife of marquis of hartington died in a plane crash in france so already this is two of them that died by plane crash which is like i think it's fairly uncommon to die in a plane crash i know he was in a war but still, I think it's still fairly uncommon to die in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. For two of the kids within four years, it's strange. So on August 9th in 1963, JFK and Jackie Kennedy lost a child. This is Patrick Bouvier Kennedy died of infant, infant respiratory stress syndrome two days after his premature birth. This wasn't that uncommon because like, I think something like four out of ten kids back then didn't survive to the age of five. So it's, it's unfortunate, but it's not that uncommon for a child to die. The assassination of President John F. Kennedy. This is in 1963. Yeah. After a 15-year break, the Kennedy family curse strikes again, and President JFK is assassinated as he rides in an open convertible through Dallas, Texas. While conspiracies continue to run amok on the real cause of his assassination and who exactly was behind his death, Lee Harvey Oswald was the man officially arrested for the crime, himself assassinated just two days later by nightclub owner jack ruby so yeah jfk is obviously the biggest one on this list because mm-hmm. he was the, you know sitting president at the time all conspiracies aside you know was there one was there two shooters uh, it's an awful way to go either way he was assassinated and he wasn't the only person in his family to be assassinated which is just insane this is already like so much death and we're like halfway through the list not even halfway through the list it was like a, a strong political family, though. The way you were saying, like the dad, he must have yeah, been. Oh, yeah, one hundred percent. The dad up. was a um, John F. Kennedy was a third generation Irish immigrant. So yeah. his dad behind him, or his dad, obviously, was very politically motivated. He kind of he was the one who kind of gathered all the money for the family. So he kind of gathered all the funds and he pushed his kids really, really hard to be uh, political or into politics. Like he wanted his kids to be president, you know, one Mm -hmm. of them at least to be the president of America. So he really kind of pushed them. So next on the list, which is a horrible, horrible list. In 1968, the assassination 
the assassination of Senator Robert F. Kennedy, so this is JFK's younger brother, and his attorney general was assassinated after winning the California Democratic primary. The gunman remains in a prison in California. So the gunman is actually still alive. Yeah, so his brother had been assassinated and like doesn't surprise me that he was assassinated. I don't know. Is like his assassinations that common in America? I feel like it's not. I'm sure that winning senator winning the primary kind of paints yourself as a target if you have enemies, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. So the next one then is the death of RFK's son, David Kennedy. David Kennedy was the fourth of RFK's 11 children. He died in a California hotel after overdosing on cocaine, painkillers, antipsychotic medication. Patrick Kennedy has claimed that David suffered from PTSD following the death of his father. So you'd have to wonder if a few of these were caused by PTSD. So then Robert Kennedy's sixth child, Michael Kennedy, was killed in a skiing accident in Colorado. JFK's only son, John Jr., dies in a plane crash in 1999. It was his only son and he died while flying his light aircraft to the holiday island of Martha's Vineyard. He reportedly became disorientated during the night flight and crashed into the ocean. Authorities put the accident down to a pilot error. His son crashed. That's what, four, three people died in a plane crash now? That's, that's a serious list. Like, that's a harrowing list. Yeah. <laughs> like, every family kind of has, like, their insane death that has happened, you know? But this is, like, nearly everybody. Yeah. Yeah, and then Robert Kennedy, again, his poor wife, Mary Kennedy, uh, is reportedly found hanging herself at her New York home. And then you have the death of Searsha Roisin Kennedy Hill, August, August 2nd, 2019. Saoirse, the 22-year-old daughter of Courtney Kennedy and Paul Hill, and granddaughter of Robert Kennedy and Ethel Kennedy, was found dead on the Kennedy compound in Highness Port, Massachusetts. Her death has been ruled as an accidental overdose. And then last but not least, we have the death of Maeve Kennedy Townsend McKeon and her eighth eight-year-old son Gideon. The mother and son disappeared while canoeing in Chesapeake Bay near Maryland on April 2nd, 2020. Um, Maeve's body was recovered on April 7th while Gideon's was discovered on April 8th. So they drowned while canoeing, which is awful. That was only in 2020, so these do go up to pretty recently. Good God. That's a ton of early death for one family. That is a lot. I couldn't find anything online about how the Kennedys were cursed, but that's just, like, they would have a lot of enemies. Someone could have cursed them, say. But I don't know if that's, if it's that easy. But yeah, what do you think? Do you think, like, that's a lot of extreme death, right? Yeah, that's an unusual amount of it. Doesn't seem normal. Definitely not Um, normal. Definitely unfortunate. Most people believe that the Kennedys are not in fact cursed, that they just happen to live fairly dangerous lifestyles. And as much as I want to believe that rational thinking, that still seems like a ton of people dying insane deaths. Like, Like, there's a lot of other rich families out there and they're not dying these insane deaths like the Kennedys are. And I would say there's richer families with more insane lifestyles who are not dying like this, or at least not at this volume, you know? I'm wondering if is it could also be that it's just more, it was more publicized. Yeah, that's true. But uh, like you think... In a sensationalist sort of manner. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But like, I don't know. I just feel like um, <laughs> these are still insane they, ways yeah, for, for people to be dying. We're not too unfamiliar with curses in our own hometown, Ashin. No. Nope. Uh, the Marquis of Waterford, apparently, is cursed. And I found this in an old handwritten notebook on old stories from Waterford. So apparently the Marquis of Waterford were cursed. Uh, this is how it happened. This is in a section called Schelta et Dave Lord Waterford. There once lived near Burramore a widow who had only one son. He was very unruly. One day she took him to the Marquis and asked him to chastise him. 
He agreed to do so. He took him out in front of the hall door and hanged him from a tree there. On seeing this, the widow fell on her knees and cursed the Beresfords to the seventh generation. I'm yeah. sorry, ma'am. You asked him to <laughs> chastise him. Chast- no, hang on, no, hang on. A chastising is a, cha- a chatting to like. Is it though? Yeah, well, I think that was it. I think like he was a difficult kid and he, she brought him to him and far to, this is what I heard is she brought him for him just kind of like, you know, put a bit of sense into him. Not like, yeah. will you execute my son? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know. Sounds dodgy to me, though. I saw something I would do. No. Does, the book said it was a tree. Yeah. I've always heard it was the axle of a cart, but I mean. How could you hang someone from the axle of a cart? That's just a piece of wood. Yeah, but like, what, just stand it upright? No, it just had one, yeah. I don't know. That's what it says here, anyway. Fair enough. Do you want me to send it to you? <laughs> I don't. I won't dispute it. I... But yeah, the Independent.ie says the eighth Marquis of Waterford, who has died at the age of eighty-one, was an Irish peer and noted player in the Duke of Edinburgh's polo team. That Lord Waterford reached the age he did might have surprised the superstitious, for some believe that his family to be the object of particularly malevolent curse. So he was the eighth. So he kind of like escaped the curse. I'm pretty sure. He himself inherited the title at only a year old when his father, the seventh Marquis, died aged 33 in a shooting accident in the gun room of the family seat at the family seat, Curramore, in County Waterford. The third Marquis broke his neck in a fall in a hunting field in 1859. The fifth shot himself in 1895, worn down by years of suffering from injuries caused by hunting accidents, which had left him crippled. And the sixth Marquis, having narrowly escaped being killed by a lion while game hunting in Africa, drowned in a river on his estate in 1911 when he was 36. Neither were the less exalted members of the family immune. Lord Beresford was killed in a railway accident in Texas in 1907, while in 1910, a Mr. C. de la Puerre Beresford lost his wife while attempting to stop a runaway horse. So this family in our own hometown are fairly cursed by the sounds of it <laughs> I mean yep. like those are awful ways to die yeah proper um, tragedy for seven generations more or less it was literally for seven generations like his dad died when he was one years old and he inherited the title of lord yep. <laughs> like a one year old child and him the eighth lived up until the age of 81 which is a fair is a decent age like yeah yeah I met him a couple of times oh really uh, yeah yeah we um, our scout troop we camped uh, in the, the estate oh that's really cool hmm and, Did he uh, seem cursed? Uh, no, not not at the time, anyway. You were saying something else about their family being paranormal to an extent, weren't you? Yes, they um they have in their possession one of the like a hundreds of years old uh, like a like a crystal ball or a crystal sphere that yeah. um you would use it if you had animals that were falling ill. That's insane. To heal them, and <laughs> um, what you do is you'd you'd put it in some slow moving water, and you'd have the animals either go into the water or drink the water. And it was, ah, it was healing. That's really cool. I must take a look into that. That sounds uh, interesting. Yeah, there's a bit written about it, I think, somewhere. And I think if you do the tour, you might be able to see it in the house somewhere. Could have pr- brought my pet goldfish in. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a dunk. I was going to say, uh, you hear about that, like there's an extra potency in the widow's curse. Oh, 100%. Yeah, like we were saying earlier, a lot of curses seem to come from a mother's grief mm. or a widow's grief. Yeah. Uh, like the curse on the Romanov family was a woman whose son had been killed or even hung in particular and this story in Waterford local one is nearly the exact same thing except her son was not a king <laughs> no hang it um, but was hanged and she cursed the family so 
I think there has there, it almost feels like you can't just curse somebody for the sake of cursing somebody you know no and a lot of it is if you curse someone a lot of the time it'll come back at you three times worse yeah that's a Wiccan thing isn't it I think I'm not 100% sure I don't know I just sure. was always told that as a warning yeah me too I was always told that whatever negative you give out will come back threefold yeah um, I think it is a thing in fair enough I didn't know that they'd be cursing people I we, don't know if they all do now it could be <laughs> we could be educated here now and I'm open yeah. to that have you ever seen the cursing stone down Bun Man no oh no I have actually yeah, uh, have. yeah. I won't disclose where it is but uh, there is a cursing rock that's there and it's it was funny about it it's it's in a cage so no one you used to like you said you would turn the stone to curse someone you do your curse and you turn the stone but it's in a cage yeah. so you can't turn it fuck could I use a <laughs> stick could I use a really long stick no no it's it's actually like the stone itself is like properly like the cages Caged around down. it it was built around it <laughs> stapled and super good to the yeah <laughs> yeah so I wanted to put a section in here that was to help people remove a curse on them um, if they do have one but it turns out that that's actually pretty hard to do and I'm in no way qualified to tell anybody how to do that mm. the only thing I could look up was uh, <laughs> how to remove a curse in D&D but um, that's probably no good to anyone <laughs> yeah find your local cleric I'd also like to give our two new patrons a shout out welcome Ash and Alexandria to the Patreon and Discord hello, hello. and welcome and welcome I, aboard uh, if, you, if you have any curses I've taken them don't off. Don't bring yet. them to the Discord. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't don't tell people that's part of the Patreon because we're not qualified to do that. Uh, if if you join the Patreon, I will try my best to remove your courses. Courses. Yep. Your yep. Any sort of learning in college, straight out of your head. That's all we have time for this week, guys. If you know more about the Kennedy's curse or anything about how to remove curses in general, let us know. You can also follow us on Twitter to stay up to date on the new episodes. Enjoy the rest of your week, guys. Bye. Bye bye.